With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Tuesday, February 21st. And on tonight's edition of Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to go around the league. We're going to talk a little bit about Rangers pitcher Jacob DeGrom. And did he or did he not pitch today? Rangers also re-sign a former farmhand. And a little bit more than that tonight on Texas Rangers with the boys. Join us. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, and this is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK, welcoming you to the show, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of guys who just uh, love the Rangers. And uh, really exciting, you can uh, catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier, that's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R, and then see if I can get this part right. You can go to our new uploaded website at Texas Rangers with the boys.com with is spelled out you can also follow us on social media on there at tx rangers wtb and that's instagram twitter and we have a facebook page speaking of facebook the king of facebook uh the man who lives on facebook who you know from facebook the 300 pound animal aka bull buddy how they how you doing and can they find you on facebook man i'm doing pretty good and you know they can but uh, that's that's not where we're at yet. You're putting proverbial cart in front of proverbial horse here. We have time that we can talk about that. But first, everybody wants to know how I'm doing, yes. which is fantastic. Now, I'm, I'm not even going to lie because we want to get this out first thing tomorrow morning. I am... At a jack-in-the-box slash circle K. Yeah. Off the 215 highway, somewhere just north of Lake Elsnor, California. Yeah. So, if anyone questions my commitment mm. to the Texas Rangers with the boys, mm. I would like to see their commitment to anything they do in their life. <laughs> well, because I don't think anybody's if questioning you wanna, commitment. No one's questioning it because they love to see me on Twitter. Oh yeah, at Manimal Bull. Mm. On Instagram at Manimal Three Hundred. Yes, sir. I've got a TikTok, mm-hmm. and I did you see today TikTok from the the shores of La Jolla Beach, <laughs> just north of San Diego, California. I was hanging out with Donnie from the Big Lebowski anybody yeah. gets that joke i love you <laughs> and then uh uh you know yeah i do have a facebook kev man i do i have a facebook you can find me at bull pro on facebook um and if you want to you can absolutely send me a friend request and what do we normally decide like four to six weeks because i just did an intake on vacation yeah. i was bored yeah. in the hotel Put 15 more on there. 
So it could be, it could be six, eight, ten weeks before I get to it. Yeah. But you could be my friend there on the Facebook mm. at Bull Pro. Man, man, what a segment! What a segment! Um, did, yeah. Did you yeah. tell him about www dot Texas Rangers with the boys dot com? I sure did. I, I, sure I did. can't I remember because I I rambled for so long about my social medias, but mm. I'm telling the people someday we're going to make this the number one website in America. America. That is Kevin Frazier's words to me. I'm repeating them to you, and you could take those words to the bank. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, it is going to have a lot of work put into it, and uh, I'm going to give it all I got to uh, you know, give our people the best website that a uh, bootleg website designer can give them until uh, we start getting in a little bit more money, and then we can pay uh, WordPress $5,000 to uh, design it for us. Ooh. Well, that <laughs> sounds like nothing, right? Like we should have that in the next couple of weeks, if you ask me. Next couple of weeks, next couple. Of, but but hey, you know, this is not a show about our websites or really just about our social media. It could this be though. Texas. It could be, but this is about Texas Rangers, um, and it's about Major League Baseball. And speaking of Major League Baseball, why don't you take us a little bit around the league? Not a whole lot of news to talk about today, well, but well, you know, we we'll try. I, I do have a little. Uh, yesterday, we said that uh, Elvis Andrews signed with the White Sox to be a utility infielder but it's looking like the they brought him in to uh, fix a second base problem so my apologies oh. on that because i uh, i wasn't as first as i should have been like i said vacation um uh so i didn't i didn't know i wasn't as first on that as i should have been but that's what uh i'm kind of getting from everything is that uh that is more for him to come in to play second base to fix a problem there um just real quick to fix that problem um, you know, not a ton going on in baseball. Everybody starting to have full workouts with uh, the whole team. Um, nobody, you know, uh, I did see today that this is kind of a fun story, especially for our listeners, because we do so much with the prospects that uh, Major League Baseball TV is going to, I believe, for like $29 a year. You can yeah. add the uh, MILB teams of your choosing on, or of your team's choosing onto mm-hmm. uh, onto the back end of your MLB TV subscription. I'll probably yeah. just get the MILB package yeah. myself, but uh, if you're looking for just Ranger farmhand games, I think three out of the four teams have a TV network, so you can see quite a bit of minor league baseball for 30 bucks uh, yeah, if you're I mean- a Rangers fan. Yeah, I mean, if you love baseball, and definitely if you love minor league baseball, and you're really looking for like a kind of a, an affordable, uh, really an affordable option to catch a ton of games this year, I mean, it's a it's a steal of a deal. I think you get it with the at bat subscription, which is like twenty nine ninety nine. Major league baseball or MLB TV is not paying us for this, but at the same time, it's our job to give you. Well, we want uh, people yeah to know where they can not only watch yeah. the Texas Rangers because that's hard enough. Yeah, it is. I saw I saw a beam today that cracked me up and said that uh, Major League Baseball is instilling new rules to make a game faster in which no one can even watch. Yeah, yeah, because so it's, they're, it's tough. yeah, it's tough. Um, but you know I can watch baseball because, like I said, Directv works with Bally's, 
but I think they're the only one, and I'm not telling anybody they should go get a new provider just to watch baseball, but... I know no, Xfinity uh, does. You can get it yeah. if you can get Xfinity. They also oh, okay. have Valley, which is a so, is a so good two service. out of ten I mean, ain't can, bad. Yeah, you can bundle your internet service. And now it's become an Xfinity and a Dish commercial or a, a Direct TV commercial. But you can bundle your internet. Uh, we were that's what we did in Florida. Super high speed internet with it. And, you can get Valley TV on there. And if all else fails, um, yeah. just uh, you know jailbreak a Fire yeah, Stick a and fire watch stick. whatever the hell it is you want. Yeah, that's uh, what I had to do in Colorado because I couldn't get any of this stuff. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Sorry, I have a semi going right behind me because he doesn't care that uh, Texas Rangers with the boys is, is filming right now. He's uh, busy uh, making sure he gets his deliveries. But, uh, oh, yeah, I think that is a huge – I mean, I think that uh, twenty nine ninety nine. that's a good deal to watch, you know, 100-plus minor league games in at least three different systems and. Hey, for all I know, that uh, the the Rangers have updated that fourth system, and you can get all four teams. Yeah, definitely can. Um, and then you know, just kind of scattering around the league. I mean, there was uh, there was some uh, Nick Martinez uh, rejoined Team USA. Uh, I don't know what that does for anybody. Well, you know uh, what it really does is it gets me into a topic that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. And it's not Nick Martinez because I I wouldn't have talked about. It. Martinez whenever he was pitching on this thing no uh, no. uh yeah. even when he was going out there and they were putting up that score that he had this big giant high war that they were that they were trying to sell me on well, I'm mm. I'm watching him go out there and get blown up for five innings and they're telling me well he's got a good war um yeah uh, the, next sure thing, about that. the next thing you know he's pitching in Japan so that war must have really impressed everybody here um mm-hmm. But no, no, Nick Martinez. I, I wish him success with the Padres. He had a couple of good starts here. Um, that did, you know. I mean, I think he even had a half season here that was pretty decent. Uh, yeah, but he was so all did, right. He was just so nothing. did AJ he was, Griffin. He was one of those prospects that we like over pumped up. You know, yeah, like well, the, the Rangers I organization. So. I, I think that they uh, they were just happy that they had a pitcher that was doing well, and then they had a couple with him and Minor and Lynn, and it was looking like they were putting a rotation together. But really, you know, they were just yeah. one year away from that whole thing being blown up and starting back over. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he he had a heck of a season in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one in uh, in Japan though ten and five one sixty two earned run average. Yeah, 146 Ks. I mean, he, he seems like a pretty, like a hit out there in Japan. So I mean, maybe that's where he needs to stay. Well, or you know, I mean, what do you, what do you only had like a five and a half ERA last year with San Diego, right? It looked like he actually not bad. One of his better seasons is no. Out I'm Japan. kidding. It was good. Okay. He was he was it very was all right. good Three, last four, year. It was seven. a, it was it was a joke. I I'll, I'll <laughs> stop taking shots at Nick Martinez. Him joining Team USA is not what I want to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was Please. the reason that Nathan Eovaldi is not mm. on Team USA. Yeah. yeah and apparently the subject. same the same thing happened to Clayton Kershaw. And that's yeah. why it's kind of coming to light because Kershaw was able to tell people that he wasn't – the reason why he wasn't able to play for Team USA was an insurance issue. Not a uh, not a health issue or anything like that. So the same thing has kind of come out that that's why Nathan Eovaldi isn't going to be on Team USA is because of a insurance issue as well. And I'm not exactly sure what the insurance issue would be and why these mm-hmm. guys wouldn't be able to play uh, 
in this World Baseball Classic. Uh, I don't know if you've got any any issue, any info. Well, on I can that. speculate. I, I can give you some good speculation here. My guess is going to be this: is that all right? So they've got these contracts with the MLB, and they're basically insured through you know the MLB, and there's probably certain uh, clauses that they have to uh, meet in order for their contract to be, I guess you could say guaranteed in the, in the likelihood of an injury. And my guess is that the world baseball classic is not included in that. And that if they go to the world baseball classic and get hurt, get hurt it's not guaranteed. They're out of, yeah, they're probably, they're probably going to miss some kind of, some kind of qualifier or some kind of, uh, you know, stipulation which, in their contract. And it which doesn't, is, doesn't, it makes which sense is, to me. which does make sense, and it, and it seems like that if you're a pitcher, especially a guy like Nathan Eovaldi, who just saw, and Clayton Kershaw, who both just signed contracts this offseason, if they both had the right. intent of playing in the World Baseball Classic, you would think that they would have worked something into their contract that said, "Hey, if we get hurt in the World Baseball Classic or whatever happens, that this is the, you know, that the." the the Dodgers or the Rangers would be reimbursed for their money spent this year on those guys. So, you know, I, I could, I could have seen that being uh, put into a contract as well, but uh, it, it looks like um, that, that isn't the case and that these guys are just not going to play in the world baseball classic. And that probably doesn't hurt anything because I would like to see Nathan Navaldi, E Evaldi get through mm-hmm. a, uh, a, training camp or a spring training looking good feeling healthy not having any issues not having any deterrence or anything like that with the world baseball classic getting in the way of him uh you know his season and i don't think that that would be the case but you just never do know and i think uh you know the less the less things that could go wrong the less things that will go wrong so uh you know probably safer bet for evaldi to not be there and to be with the club at spring training, but it's just interesting that he's not there because of insurance issues, not because of him not wanting to be there or the team not wanting him to be there or any of those things. Well, and I also think like uh, we were talking about how Martin Perez, or you were talking about how he went out early and did some work um, early, and then he was gone by like 11 or something like that. And my guess is that has a lot, that might have a little something to do, the World Baseball Classic might have a little something to do with why he was out there and everybody and once he was done he was done and everybody else came out because i was looking listening to the show and i was like that's really interesting that just martin perez came out and was doing well, what I think he was a, doing and i and think then, a lot of it not so much is that he was out there early but it was that he was farther along than everybody else because mm-hmm. we, you're just starting to see today a lot of guys throwing their first bullpens to uh uh, like live, live, uh, not bullpen, but live batting practice. Like you're just mm-hmm. kind of seeing the first of it come out today. Whereas Marty Perez was already in that mode of throwing that because he's going to be going to the, the, the next, you know, he, he wants to be a little bit farther along than the rest of the pitchers right now because he's going to be pitching in a competitive, in a competition in the next couple of weeks. And I guess the last bit of news for around the league, we uh, there was a retirement. Uh, Jason Kipnis retired. Is that is that anything? Yeah, I mean he was a, a scrappy player for a lot of years. 
I want to say uh, maybe Jason Kipnis and uh, Mitch Moreland played like high school ball together or something like that. If we two, can two-time All Star. Yeah, but he was a good player. Uh, yeah, he was a he was a pretty good uh, catalyst on that 2016 Indians team that went to the World Series and the team that the next year that uh, threatened to go to a World Series. So yeah, you know he who he's a, kind of a you know he kind of reminds me of just a little bit when I'm looking at him on the stat sheet. Uh, a little bit of a of a Robbie what a, a ceiling for like a Robbie Grossman. Uh, a lot of the same kind of a lot of the same kind of stuff has a little bit of speed. Well, I think that's not fair. I think he's a better player than Robbie Grossman. Well, I he think, had the like, twenty twenty think, years. Think, well, yeah, I mean, but a little more Grossman, consistent. I would say yeah, he had a little more. He's more consistent, but I think a lot more consistent and played every day and played a high leverage position up the middle at second base pretty well and. Uh, yeah, you're I, I'm him a little short. He's yeah, a, I think you sell him a lot short. I think he's a lot better player than than Robbie Grossman. And no well, offense to Robbie Grossman, maybe, maybe you're being yeah, maybe you're being optimistic about Robbie Grossman. But I think Jason Kipnis was a better player than Robbie Grossman. As it stands, uh, you 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 are correct, sir. Yeah, but know. you know what? Um, just kind of changing subjects. We talked to Evaldi. I think it's about time that we talk a little bit about. Um, we got to pay some bills. Yeah, we got to talk about Texas Roughhouse Wrestling and uh, Matt War Pro uh, teaming up for uh, Trouble on the Trinity 2 uh, on March 31st, the day after opening day. And they're going to crown the uh, Trinity River Heritage Champion. Um, and uh, our very own co host will be competing in that tournament, the Hell's Half Acre, as far as I believe it's, said what that it's wrong. called. Did I say it wrong? You said that wrong. You said that I'll be competing. I think uh, you meant winning. Winning. Uh, I'll be yes, winning. Yes. Uh, Jake DeGrom on opening day, winning. Yep. Manimal the day after, winning. It's going okay, to be a so, big day for not just the Texas Rangers, but the Manimal as well. And Texas Rangers with the boys, because we will have a champion in our uh, in our stable. So, um, yep. yeah, it's going to be at uh, – this show will be at Martin House Brewery. Uh, it's going to be a big event, and last – Last time they had upwards of almost 250 people at the show. Well, that was so, at, that was at the Southside Preservation Hall where there was 250. Um, Last time we were at Martin House Brewing, there was over 300. Oh, look at that! See, look at that. Yeah. Getting the facts straight. Getting the facts straight. So they had over 300 people at Martin House Brewing the last time. So it's going to be a big event. And that's not even including all you people that have just started listening in the past couple of in the past couple of weeks. You guys start coming out to the show. You guys and gals. Because I wouldn't yeah. want to, I wouldn't want to put just a firm on that. I, I imagine that the ladies love us too, and the if one they lady do, that listens to the, the show. one lady, yeah, she loves us, and I hope she comes out and supports uh, um, Matt War Pro Texas Roughhouse Trouble on the Trinity Two, where I will be winning the Hell's Half Acre Tournament to be yes. crowned the first ever Trinity River River Heritage Champion. And uh, I think whenever we get a, a picture of that title belt, we'll uh, maybe see if we can put it up on the website somehow, or at least Instagram. We'll, we'll find one of a the way socials. One of the socials. We got them all. We got them all. And you can get on on with them too. Uh, um, I saw that their Facebook just real quick. Their Facebook, all of their Facebook, has went to uh, Death Breath, which is the title sponsor for everything that we do. Um, and uh, so, if you're wanting to find about Matt. Everything has been moved over to the Death Breath page because, uh, um, you know, 
meta isn't always on the ball. Right. Well, so yeah, should be an exciting, uh, should be an exciting event. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and segue into uh, a little more Texas Rangers news. Now, speaking of the world baseball classic, uh, our very own Adalas Garcia uh, took a pretty, pretty firm stance uh, on the world baseball classic. And he's standing with the Rangers. Well, I think, uh, I think that everybody wants to play for their country, right? And Cuba is mm-hmm. one of those places now where it's more open and more willing, willing to work with major league baseball players than ever, because, uh, you know, they they don't have, they have better relations than they have in over 70 years with the United States. So mm-hmm. uh, Dallas was asked to play for team Cuba, but, uh, from everything I've kind of read in the the notes that he put out there was that more uh, the fact that he wanted to stay healthy. He wanted to be with his team and get the chemistry with his team and that it just wasn't right, the right time for him to play for Team Cuba whenever the Rangers are going into such a big season this year and uh, the the, the, uh, importance of, uh, you know, winning and staying healthy and playing 162 games here this year for this thing because he's going to be a big-time catalyst. And, you know, I mean, a guy that hits in the middle of the lineup that hits 100, 150 points higher with runners in scoring position and drives in 100 runs, you know, that's that's a big thing. And, I mean, yeah. you know, like if, if you don't like the RBI total, well, then like that idea that he hits 100, 100 and a half points higher with runners in scoring position that he's bearing down and that he's driving in runs and that he makes it a, a, a consistent point to drive in runs. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think we're going to need him for 110, I mean, 150 you know, games this year, and he's going to play those out mm-hmm. in right field. And, you know, I mean, he's a very versatile outfielder that can play more than just the right field position. So, you know, he can play center and he can play left and it's not going to, uh, you know, it's not going to be a strain on him uh, where, uh, you know, so, you know, I well, just I want like, him to be healthy. We want him to be healthy. And, and I, and I think, again, I think he's a lot more of an important piece uh, on this team than uh, probably gets alluded to. And, you know, interestingly enough, I kind of feel like he's, he might be the most charismatic. He's he's a real lovable guy, and you need guys like that on your team to really draw fans and, get, and engage with fans. By no means am I saying that you know the big the big the big money guys like Seager, Simeon, Degrom, Eovaldi, like these. Not that these guys aren't good with the fans, but they're you know Garcia just has a little bit has a little bit extra. You know he has a little bit of that extra yeah. flair to him. He's and a JYD guys, man. He's, a, he's yeah, a he built like a brick dog house type. Too. But he's like one of those guys that you like. You're instantly in love with him because he's he's such a charismatic dude that you can tell he loves what he's doing. And mm-hmm. and I mean the the like I kind of say like the infection that he plays baseball with or the infectiousness that he plays baseball with, it rubs off onto the fans, and you can see that with him. And you can tell that he loves playing baseball, and that like you know like he's he's happy, you know, that this is his job. This is his gig. This is what he gets to do every day. And he gets a chance to go out there and drive in runs and, and, uh, and, and be a big league baseball player. Right. Just a guy that we're, we love having on our team and, and really, you know, consistent. And again, a guy who's going to be a big time run producer for this team, especially because we're going to have a lot more runners probably on base uh, this year than we did last year, even. 
so again, a lot more run for him to drive in. Um, I believe he had some more uh, Texas Rangers news to talk about as well. Well, if we want to go around the Rangers real quick before we get out of here tonight, um, Joe Palumbo, who mm. at one point in time was one of the Rangers' uh, top probably five, maybe even maybe top ten, maybe even five prospects on mm-hmm. their uh, on their farm system list. Um, he's re-signed with the Texas Rangers with a uh, with a non-roster invitee to come to spring training and and give himself a shot to make the big league club. And you know, if he's healthy and if he's got a little something, you know, he's a lefty. He can maybe fill that kind of role that we've talked about, the left-hander out of the bullpen. And, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they go to a guy like him with options and stuff like that over a guy like Danny Duffy down okay. the stretch. On um, You know, and I'm just – this is just me with what it could be at the top end of it. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if you look at it and you see – if you're asking why they did something like this, this is why I could see them doing something like this. Just because, I mean, healthy, he has a really good arm. He's got good off-speed stuff. You move him to the pin. He throws hard enough to to throw guy throw runners off or throw hitters off balance. So I can see him being the type of player that uh, they bring back here, and uh, you know maybe he doesn't uh, he doesn't change. Uh, you know, I mean, he doesn't uh, he doesn't make the team, or maybe he's that bullpen guy kind of like Brock Burke was last year that makes the team, gets an opportunity, and, uh, you know, has success in maybe a role that's not just a one-inning guy out of the bullpen. Right. I mean, it seems like um, he, he's really struggled since 2019, but up to uh, his Major League debut in 2019, I mean, he was virtually unhittable in the minors. Um whether he was starting, it looks like he started and he got came out of the bullpen. It looks like he did a little bit of both. Um, you know, a high case per nine guy uh, in the in the minors and really even in the in the majors. But it kind of goes back to what we talked about and what we always talk about, and that's you know walks. Uh, I think yeah. if he can get the control and get the command. Uh, and his percentage in the big league has just been way too high, and it uh, it. it a lot of the reason why he's been unsuccessful at the big league level. And, uh, you know, I, I think health, too, goes a long ways for a guy like this, a guy that um, isn't healthy, doesn't feel comfortable with his with his stuff. So, you know, let's see if him healthy, you know, I mean, you want to see a guy like him kind of succeed because this is a, this is a farmhand. This is a guy that, uh, you know, you had big plans for at one point to be a part of your rotation and now, if you can just get him in that bullpen, that even would make you feel a little bit better about how things ended up. Absolutely, absolutely, I love it. And then there's one and we more gotta piece talk of... about. Oh we yeah, gotta talk we about it, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, we gotta uh, talk about it. I mean, I mean what's we... it? Day? Let's see. They started what last? So it's like today's Tuesday. So we're almost like six days now. We're six days into training camp or spring training, or six yep. days into it. And uh, we have to talk about it again. Yeah. Jacob deGrom, he threw. Yes. Uh, did you see how I made sure I said Jacob deGrom that time? I keep yeah. messing his name up. I wanted to say Kayfabe Jones, but I yeah, knew that wasn't did. right. I knew that wasn't right. So No. But Jacob deGrom, uh, he, he threw long toss for the, the second day in a row. 
And yeah. from all indications, uh, Bruce Bochy sounded like uh, no problems afterwards on, uh, on, on Monday. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking today on Tuesday he may throw his first bullpen, but he may not. And uh, if he doesn't, I think it's okay at this point because he's throwing with no pain. And uh, that's about all you can ask for if you're, uh, if you're, if you're a Rangers fan or even Jake DeGrom, right? No, I mean, I think you're right. I think if, um, you know, as long as he's showing the progress and he's out there doing baseball stuff uh, and he's not, like, totally shut gone down from Defgrom 4 down to Defgrom 5, and or it's really – it's really the, the next big – the next big news story will be him throwing in the bullpen. Uh, then, you know, hopefully it becomes a non-story uh, to see his first – Right. Uh, then the next, the next actual story that we have to worry about is whenever he throws a couple of innings that first, uh, first game of spring training that he actually throws, and right. then you know, like really honestly, I mean, at the end of it, I just want to make sure he's geared up to throw five or six on March thirtieth. That's really all I care about yep. right now. I don't really care about him throwing. I'm not worried about him only throwing long toss on day six of camp. I mean, he's throwing long toss whenever a week ago, uh, you know, the idea was that he was going to hit the 60 day DL. So we're going to have to wait until next week to put him on the 60 day DL. But, uh, you know, that's just something that we're going to have to live with. And, uh, I think we'll, I think we'll both get over it. Right. No, I, I agree. I agree. You um, got any other Rangers news? You got anything no, else? That, no, I got nothing um, else. I, I mean, it seems like they're into full squad practices. So, you know, next thing you know, next couple of days, um, they'll be they'll be taking a lot more live bullpen or batting practice. And and uh, I did see a little bit of clip today that uh, that uh, beat writer Evan Grant put out of uh, Jack Leiter blowing it by Brad Miller. So hey, that was that oh. was fun to see. That oh. was fun to see. Mm. So you got to you got to love that. Uh, Gotta that's love all that. that, that's all I got for today. I don't have much more than that. Uh, I got to get on this road. I'm trying to hit Barstow before, before, uh, before the end of the night. So, uh, we'll just have to, we'll just have to get it together tomorrow or, uh, we'll take tomorrow off, right? Tomorrow's Wednesday. So we yep, always take, we'll Wednesday take off on off Wednesday. And, yep. And we'll be back on Thursday, and we'll just kind of see what the Rangers give us to work with. And, and uh, you know, hopefully we got a little story here or there to talk about, and uh, hopefully it's not some sort of injury. Well, yeah, and if patterns, you know, play out the way they always do, the day you take off is when all the news breaks. So we'll probably have a ton of stuff to talk about on Thursday. Um, Which is kind of good. It, yeah, it is good. It is good. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, we really appreciate uh, every listener that we have. We really appreciate – uh, what we get to do here at Texas Rangers with the boys. We are your daily Texas Rangers podcast uh, by a couple of Texas Rangers fans. Um, I'm going to take a little liberty here. Uh, a lot of just to kind of tell you guys, I have a, a you know, I'm a licensed minister and, uh, you know, it's a big part of my life is uh, ministry. And one of my favorite podcasters, uh, Dr. Michael Heiser did pass away today. So I just want to mention that here uh, on the, on the show and just, uh, you know, say Godspeed and, uh, sending out prayers to him and his family and not trying to end the show on a, on a down note, but at the same time, uh, you know, 
we are human out here and you know tell the people that you love that you love them and uh, that's all we got today so texas rangers with the boys we'll see you guys on thursday and we are signing out